if you have your bible turn with me to ephesians chapter 1 and let's read verse 8 ashish thomas can you help me in reading the scriptures today ephesians 1 verse 8 which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight uh just for context read from the last phrase which says according to the riches of grace right just from that finish up with verse 8 according to the riches of his grace which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight okay so what has god lavished upon us what has god lavished upon us god has lavished upon us the riches of his grace think about it he has lavished upon us the riches of his grace today guys none of you are poor because god has lavished upon you the riches of his grace see let's not judge ourselves the way world judges itself you know the world judges success prosperity based on bank accounts based on education power wealth knowledge all of that but we are rich because we are lavished upon the riches of god's grace we are lavished upon the riches of god's god's grace do you do you understand what lavish means lavish means something like you know there was a there was a daughter who went to a store um, the daughter went with her father she went to a store because she wanted a toy she wanted just one toy but the father said you can pick as many toys as you want that's called lavishing Huh? You needed you needed ten rupees, but God gave you you know truck full of ten rupees. I'm just saying. Think about it. Like Peter, you know, Peter wanted some fish, huh? But when Jesus came into his life, that the the amount of fish that he caught that day was boat sinking. The boat was almost sinking. Think about it. So whatever God does in our lives, He's the God of abundance. Uh, he's a god of abundance so he lavishes his grace upon us he lavishes his grace upon us think about that guys you and me are lavished by god's grace god's grace has been lavished upon you and me uh, he is not stingy he is not like us you know we we are stingy we give according to how much it benefits us right i will give him 10 rupees because that's that is how much it benefits me but that's not how god is god lavishes upon his grace into our lives okay so say with me god has lavished his grace in my life god has lavished his grace over my life amen he is the god of abundance he has lavished his grace this grace over your life is not based on how good you are how bad you are it is based on how good he is that's why he says according to the riches of his grace not according to the level of our sins not according to the level of our prayers not according to the uh, to the number of chapters that we have read in the bible it is according to the riches of his grace that he has lavished upon us but my question to you how is god's grace in what form does god's grace come to us in what form god's grace come to us if you read that verse verse 8 it says he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight what is insight 
the another word for insight is understanding what is understanding understanding or insight means application wisdom wisdom is wisdom right but insight is how to use that wisdom in your life it's not enough for us just to have wisdom you need to know how to use that wisdom a lot of lot of engineers who pass out they they learn engineering in theory but they don't know how to apply that in practical so it's not enough just to have wisdom you need to have insight you need to have understanding on how to use that on how to apply that wisdom in your life so when god lavishes his grace upon us he is not just lavishing his grace in wisdom he lavishes his grace in the form of wisdom and insight understanding practical wisdom does that make sense okay so i want to talk to you today about wisdom because wisdom is the sign that god's grace is upon our lives wisdom is a sign that god's grace is upon our lives okay god's grace comes in the form of wisdom what is grace grace is favor god's favor comes in the form of wisdom now read with me roman chapter 5 verse 17 Romans chapter 5 verse 70 For if because of one man's trespass de- death reigned through that one man much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man Jesus Christ Okay say with me much more much more what has happened in Christ is much more than what you have lost in Adam isn't that the good news whatever you lost in adam okay is 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 very less compared to what you have in christ in christ you have much more see i i always say this god is not interested in just balancing the books he is not interested oh you know what i there's such a loss that has been incurred because of adam so i just need to balance the books by sending christ he is not interested in balancing the books he is interested in much more is a god of abundance so what one man's trespass did death reign through that one man much more will those who receive the abundance of grace let me tell you guys god has an abundance of grace abundance of grace being supplied over our lives today his grace has no measure abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness but you need to understand one thing guys the the gift of righteousness there's no level in righteousness the free gift of righteousness is just at one level okay so you can only receive the gift of righteousness you have the same righteousness as christ has so if god sees jesus as righteous then he sees you and me as righteous there's nothing that you can do to grow in righteousness but you know what you can grow in the abundance of grace righteousness is a free gift you just receive righteousness as it is but you can grow in the abundance of grace as born again believers all of us have a measure of grace over our lives as born again believers we all have a measure of grace over our lives you and me can grow in that level of grace to another level isn't that beautiful you and me can grow in the abundance of grace and how can we grow in the abundance of grace how what is the evidence what is the evidence how do i see what is the evidence 
in my life that i am growing in grace the evidence is when god lavishes his grace it comes in the form of wisdom and insight so the wiser you become in christ that is the evidence that you are growing in the favor of god the wiser you are in christ that is the evidence that you are walking in grace luke chapter 2 verse 52 says like this jesus increased in wisdom see even jesus he increased in wisdom he increased in wisdom he increased in stature and in favor with god and man as his wisdom increased his favor also increased so the evidence of god's favor over your life is that you are becoming wiser that god's wisdom is being released over your life so we can grow in wisdom we can grow in stature which attracts the favor of god it is the wisdom of god that attracts the favor of god it is growing in wisdom that prepares us to receive god's favor are you getting this it is growing in wisdom watch this see god's favor opened the doors for joseph to meet the king right it's completely god's favor supernatural doors were opened for joseph when he was in prison right there there's nothing that happened naturally it was not a coincidence it was supernatural doors of favor that were opened for joseph when he was in a prison that he gets to meet the king and the king is so impressed that you know the king gives him a position it was supernatural doors of favor but you know it was the wisdom of god that sustained him there it was the wisdom of god that kept him in the palace you understand how wisdom and favor are connected if you only have favor that does not do you any good it's the wisdom of god that keeps you sustained there the wisdom of god attracts god's favor god's favor comes in the form of wisdom and insight amen let me let me show you let me show you a couple of verses from solomon okay who is the wisest person let me show you proverbs chapter 3 verse 13 blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding for the gain from her is better than the gain from silver and her profit better than the gold she is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her verse 16 long life is in her right hand in her left hand are the riches and honor blessed is the one who finds wisdom blessed is the one who finds wisdom the moment you receive jesus there's a level of grace that is upon your life you have received a level of grace and that level of grace comes in the form of wisdom and insight the good news is today guys you don't need to stay there you can grow in the abundance of god's grace you can grow in the grace of god and as you grow in the grace of god you can grow in the wisdom of god and you see how solomon says he is the wisest person he says blessed is the one who finds wisdom blessed is the one and he says long life is in her right hand you want long life seek wisdom and riches and honor are in the left hand you want wisdom 
Wisdom comes with two hands. One has long life, one has riches and honor. But the problem is we are pursuing the wrong things. We are pursuing long life, we are pursuing riches and honor. Instead, when we pursue wisdom, wisdom comes with long life and riches and honor. Proverbs 4 verse 7, he says, The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom and whatever you get, get insight. No matter what happens, get wisdom. And if you get wisdom, you also get insight. You get understanding. You get application knowledge. Okay. See, when Solomon, when he asked for wisdom, what did he ask for? He asked for wisdom. He did not ask for long life. He did not ask for victory against his enemies. He did not ask for riches and honor. He asked for wisdom and a hearing heart. Listen to that. He asked for wisdom and a hearing heart. Even though, do you know, even though Solomon was the wisest king, he had a lot of counselors to whom he heard. Your wisdom, okay, your wisdom is shown in how much humble you are to receive the counsel of people that are surrounding you. He had a hearing heart. When he became king, he surrounded himself with advisors. He was not like, oh, you know what? I have the wisdom of God. Now I'll do whatever I can. I know better than everybody. No. Wisdom, wisdom makes you humble. You begin to hear more. Prominent sign that you're walking in wisdom. What is the sign that you're walking in wisdom? That you are teachable. If you're teachable, that means you're walking in wisdom. If you're, if you're teachable, that means you're walking in wisdom. If you're walking in wisdom, that means you have the, the favor of God. Okay. Now, I want to show you what kind of wisdom this is, okay? So, let, let's turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I'll read this for you. But come with me, 1 Corinthians 1. This is really hitting me today. Verse 18 onwards, okay? 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18. For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. What does it say? The message of the cross the message that we believe in is foolishness to those who are perishing. Guys, it's foolishness. It's not practical. It's not logical. It doesn't make sense. It is foolishness to those who are perishing, but it is the power of God to those who are being saved. The power of God. The message of the cross is foolishness. How? How is it possible? How is it possible? But it is foolishness to those who are perishing. But for us, you and me, it is the power of God. Then verse 19 says, For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. Think about this. And the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. God is saying, this wisdom that you have in Christ is much bigger than the wisdom of the world. Because he says, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning. Verse 20, where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? Don't pursue the wisdom of the world. Don't pursue the logic of the world. Because what world gives you is just information. Information will not give you life. It is the revelation of God that gives you life. God is saying, where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? 
For since in the wisdom of God, read that verse 21. For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom. It pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. Understand this, guys. You and me cannot go know God through our intellect. So don't come to the church listening to a sermon, you know, being prepared that you will be tickled with knowledge because you cannot know God through intellect. It is the foolishness of what we preach. It is the message of the cross which brings power. The message of the cross. Okay, now jump. Let's just jump. Verse 25. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men. Man, how many of you want the foolishness of God? It says the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Verse 26. For consider your calling, brothers. Look at yourself. Consider your calling. Not many of you were wise according to worldly standards. Isn't that true for us? Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But here's the good news. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are, so that no human being might boast in the presence of God. I have a good news for you. If you're foolish, according to worldly standards, if you're weak, if you're low and despised, I have a good news for you. The message of the cross, the message of the cross brings the power of God in your life. The message of the cross brings wisdom of God in your life. You may be foolish in the standards of the world, but the foolishness of God, the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. Verse 30. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God. Who is our wisdom? Christ Jesus is our wisdom. See, guys, we are no longer hoping for the wisdom of Solomon. Solomon was the wisest king. But greater is here somebody who is greater than Solomon. We have someone who is greater than Solomon and he has become wisdom for us. Think about the level of wisdom that you have. Can't be compared. Can't be compared to the worldly standards. So don't try to analyze it in the framework of the world because you cannot be able to fit it in. The world will teach you one plus one is equal to two. Kingdom works in a different way. It's beyond our worldly wisdom. Now come with me, next chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul is saying, I did not come to you with intellect, intellectual knowledge, but I came to you preaching the gospel, the gospel that Jesus was crucified. Verse 3, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. How many of you want demonstration of spirit and of power? 
how many of you are like i am tired of this knowledge of the world but i want reality to be changed i want the reality of god i want the power of god verse 5 so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men but in the power of god let me tell you lighthouse church your faith should not rest in the wisdom of sam it's not in the wisdom of men that your faith should rest in it is in the power of god that is being revealed through the message of the cross message of the cross looks like foolishness but it is the power of god for us to those who believe come with me same chapter verse 6 yet yet among the mature we do impart wisdom look at that among whom do we impart wisdom among the mature although it is not a wisdom of this age it is not a wisdom of this world or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away you know what we spend so much of money so much of money investing in ourselves so that we can learn the wisdom of the world but here paul is saying the wisdom of this age is doomed to pass away what kind of wisdom do we have verse 7 but we impart a secret and a hidden wisdom of god which god decreed before the ages for our glory what kind of wisdom guys it's secret it's hidden and it's eternal what kind of wisdom secret hidden eternal it cannot be compared to the wisdom of this world it cannot be verse 9 but as it is written what no eye has seen no ear has heard nor the heart of man imagined what god has prepared for those who love him what kind of wisdom it is no eye has seen no ear has heard nor the heart of man imagined what god has prepared for those who love him think about it guys think about how much god wants to lavish his grace upon us in all wisdom and insight it is much 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 beyond the wisdom of this world it is much beyond the knowledge of this world and let me tell you you know the wisdom of god does not seem practical because it takes a spiritual man to understand the spiritual things of of god that's why verse 10 says these things god has revealed to us through the spirit he has revealed to us through the spirit for the spirit searches everything even the depths of god for who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him so also no one comprehends the thoughts of god except the spirit of god why did you receive the spirit of god you receive the spirit of god so that you can understand these spiritual truths you cannot understand these spiritual truths unless you don't have the spirit of god that's why it is foolishness to those who are perishing that's why the message of cross is foolishness because they don't have the spirit of god so they can't make sense it does not seem logical it does not seem analytical but we have the spirit that makes us understand verse 12 now we have received not the spirit of the world but we have received the spirit who is from god that we might understand the things freely given to us by god say with me i have received things freely i have received things freely from god i have received things freely from god 
but it is the spirit of god that makes you understand these things if if the spirit of god is not there you cannot understand the things that are freely available for you it's like this okay you have 10 lakh rupees in your account somebody somebody gave you 10 lakh rupees in your account but if you have no idea that somebody gifted you that amount you will not be able to use that amount you will not be able to withdraw that amount god has lavished his grace upon us god has blessed us with every spiritual things with every spiritual blessings freely there's so much that god has blessed you already in the person of jesus but if you don't know what you are blessed with you will not be able to withdraw those blessings that's why we have the spirit of god that makes us understand what we have received verse 13 and we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom but taught by the spirit interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual how are we imparting how we how are we imparting we are imparting this in words so guys when i am preaching this to you you're not just receiving mere words you are receiving the spirit of god that is in me and once you receive the spirit of god in me that has been imparted through words you start interpreting spiritual truths because you're also spiritual so these words are not just mere intellect oh let me analyze what is he saying don't be a critic when you hear god's word but receive god's word because these words are beyond just mere words there's a spirit that is being imparted the spirit of god that has the wisdom of god is being imparted over your life right now as i speak and as you hear you are receiving these spiritual truths and the spirit in you is making you understand these spiritual mysteries that's why verse 14 says the natural person does not accept the things of the spirit of god for they are folly to him naturally if you try to make sense of this message it will just seem foolishness you will never be able to accept it you will never be able to understand but he and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned a natural mind cannot understand spiritual things so don't try to understand spiritual things naturally this mind of yours this logical mind of yours in which we take so much pride in this analytical mind where you know which we educate for so many years this mind cannot understand the spiritual things of god this mind cannot understand you have the spirit of god in you that helps you in your weakness to understand the spiritual things of god to understand the spiritual mysteries that is hidden that is secret that is eternal See God wants us to bless us okay but how does this blessing comes it comes in the form of wisdom and insight how does God's favor comes his favor comes in the form of wisdom and insight let me tell you something you know there were so many people who left Egypt and they were moving towards the promised land right there were about millions of people who left Egypt with Moses Joshua and Caleb were going towards the promised land but you know in the wilderness the whole time they were murmuring you know why because they could not see what god had for them because they could not understand they could not see the spiritual they kept murmuring why because they were stuck with the natural the natural was in them so much they could not see the spiritual and that's why they could not actually enter the promised land they kept murmuring 
at least in egypt we got chicken pickle in egypt we got at least some good food we are here in the wilderness what are we doing here we don't have clothes to wear we don't have food to eat those are the things that they are murmuring for but joshua and caleb and moses look at them look at their attitude they saw what god what god had given to them they saw the spiritual they saw the spiritual they saw the spiritual why because they were not operating in the wisdom of the world guys they were operating in the wisdom of god see the wisdom of the world will always tell you egypt is better at least you were being fed there egypt is better at least your tomorrow was taken care of at least you had some idea that you will get some form of salary but what god has for you is much beyond that you have to look into the spiritual and it is only the spirit of god that can make you understand the spiritual things are you listening to me guys you have a wisdom of god that is beyond that is beyond the wisdom of this world so don't try to compare don't try to compare the message of the cross seems foolishness to only those who are perishing so don't try to be, become logical and analytical it will not make sense to you it's scandalous it's unfair the grace of god is unfair you can't logically understand the grace of god today you have received the spirit of god so that you can discern the spiritual mysteries that god wants to reveal through you amen amen okay i i said in the beginning you know all of us every newborn believer born again believer has a measure of grace upon their lives and they can grow in the measure of grace right and as you grow in the measure of grace you have access to more of wisdom of god got it but how do you do it how do i grow in the measure of grace come with me to james chapter 4 verse 6 how do i grow in the measure of grace james 4 verse 6 but he gives more grace what does he do he gives more grace say see our life in jesus began with grace okay our life in jesus began with a measure of grace but here it says but he gives more grace you want more grace you can have more grace how therefore it says god opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble god opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble you began your journey in christ having a measure of grace but you can you can access more abundance of his grace you can access more grace by being humble by being teachable like solomon he was the wisest king but he surrounded himself with counselors why because there was wisdom you know what's the sign that you are walking in wisdom you are humble and when you are humble you have more grace when you have more grace you have more wisdom when you have more wisdom you become more humble when you are more humble you have more grace when you are when you have more grace you have more wisdom you see it's a cyclical process it goes you know your your level of growth just goes exponentially it cannot be compared to the it cannot be compared to the growth of this world it cannot be you can grow exponentially guys your life can grow exponentially in the grace of god how by being humble that's the key if you are humble today 
you'll receive more grace with more grace comes more wisdom with more wisdom comes more humility that's how we grow in the kingdom in the kingdom in the kingdom it's not like you're moving from strength to strength not your strength to strength you're moving from god's strength to strength but you're moving from being you weak to being you more weaker because the more weaker you become god's strength is perfected in you so how do you go from god's wisdom you're becoming more foolish in the eyes of the world you grow from foolishness one level of foolishness to another level of foolishness in the eyes of the world that's how you grow in the wisdom of god guys you know what i can tell you this because like paul says we are not imparting words of wisdom to immature people but to mature people and i believe that you're mature let me tell you this you don't need the wisdom of this age to become successful you don't need the wisdom of this age to fulfill god's calling over your life if you become humble today if you say daddy teach me i i i want to come to you like i know nothing i just want to learn who you are i want to understand the power that is there in the message of the cross if you come with an open heart to be teachable my goodness you can access more grace there's so much more you know grace is like an ocean you know we sing that song grace is like an ocean where i am sinking how how does grace become an ocean where you're sinking when you become more humble when you lift up your hands and say i am not going to try and swim this on my own i'm just going to give up father i need you christ you become my wisdom i'm not going to try and figure this out by myself you know i'm not going to just read the bible and figure this by myself but i am going to trust you i am going to learn from you speak to me i want to be teachable i want to be like a child to have like a wonder like a child and say wow jesus teach me even though it seems like you're hearing the same thing again and again but you come from that place of you know humility and say wow wow i've heard this so many times but it seems so fresh why because it's not it, it has nothing to do with the pastor or the person who is preaching it it has all to do with your heart from where you come you know the message is not fresh you know why because your mind is not fresh your heart is not fresh the message is always fresh jesus said you can't put new wine into old wine skin it's always new wine the gospel is always fresh the gospel is always new wine it's always fresh and it's always there's this this newness always there in the gospel always but it's a heart it's a heart that needs to be freshen up So today are you going to say lord i want to be humble i want to be humble because because i i want to i want to walk in your wisdom not the wisdom of this age i want to walk in your wisdom that is that has been hidden that is was that was a secret that was that is eternal i want to walk in that wisdom not the wisdom of this world i don't care what people say people might say you are foolish people might say oh that doesn't seem practical that doesn't seem logical that seems stupidity i don't care but i wa- i want to walk in your wisdom I want to walk in your wisdom because your wisdom your foolishness is much wiser than the wisdom of this world so just imagine what the wisdom of god can do I want to walk in your wisdom I want to walk in your wisdom Are you with me Are you with me friends
saying, Father, I want to be humble today. Because I know that my life began in grace. But there's so much more grace available for me. There's so much more grace accessible for me. And I want it. I want to grow in your grace. I want to grow in your grace by being humble. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for Ephesians 1 verse 8, which says, in which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight. Thank you, Father, for you have lavished your favor, lavished your grace, your kindness in all wisdom and insight. Today we are wise, not according to the worldly standards, but according to the wisdom of who you are. Jesus has become my wisdom. I don't need Solomon's wisdom. I only crave for the wisdom of Christ. Christ has become my wisdom. And Father, I pray for all of us who have felt despised, who have felt lowly, who have felt rejected, who have felt weak and foolish. Father, I know that you have called us to shame the wise, to shame the strong, so that you will be glorified through our lives. Father, we just surrender. We just surrender our hearts. Thank you. Thank you for your grace. We receive in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.